0: Welcome to Rebecca Sounds Reveille. Today's show is just going to be absolutely joyful. I've got to tell you, we have with us today a diverse speaker, trainer, radio and TV guest expert who leads by example, and he successfully helps people overcome a lot of different types of obstacles. He's an international best-selling author. He's wrote two books. He's co-authored three. And he has been written about, written about in a couple of others. So with this, I've got to tell you, he has hosted many events. He's appeared on national television. He's been a guest on many radio shows. He's been written about in newspapers, magazines, blogs, um, and more, lots more. In fact, he's also led a very significant event. It's called Happiness in the Park, and it was hosted by the Miami Dolphins and named Smile and Wave America Day. Twice during home NFL games in the Hard Rock Rock Stadium. I I am just so happy, and you're gonna see why, happy to have Edward Eddie Rodriguez on the show today. Welcome.
1: Rebecca! Thank you so much for having me on your show. I am so honored. I mean, this is this is absolutely fantastic. And everybody out there, you know, I'm, I'm very, very honored to be in front of you today. And I hope to be able to bring some things to you that will really, you know, just set you on fire to go out there and live life. This is absolutely beautiful.
0: It is. I am so excited because <laughs> your joy is just, I mean, it's so catching. And anything <laughs> we want to catch right now, is joy nothing else? Absolutely, Everything is what we want. So let me ask you: How did you start your journey with where you're at now?
1: You know, it's funny because people think a lot of times when they hear something, they think, "Oh, that's tragic." Uh, but the funny thing is, is that out of tragedy comes beauty. Okay, tragedy is a gift that's given to you by the universe, and you just have to open it up and see what's inside. So you want to say something, go ahead.
0: I just, I believe it too, wholeheartedly that there's so much in the things that happen. And oftentimes our focal point is so narrow that we don't get to see all of the other things that come along with it. And it can be hard, it can be really hard, but Mm -hmm. you've got techniques and lots of, lots of things to share on how to make happiness.
1: Oh, yeah. And the way that mine got started was it's actually what, like I said, what other people would call a tragedy, but I was able to find the gift inside of that tragedy. First, I had somebody that I brought into my business. Okay. And started running my business for me. I wanted to step away and become an inspirational speaker. And the next thing you know, mm, a lot of the business is gone. You know, I don't want to use the term, but let's just say that. He mismanaged the business.
0: Mismanaged. Yes. Yes.
1: That's a healthier (laughs) word. So anyway, so that happened. And I was getting my business back in black. Five months later, I was getting it back in black. And my oldest daughter was in Korea. She was with her husband. And she had lupus. Mm -hmm. And she should not have been in Korea. It's too hot, too cold, but she was. She loves her husband. So anyway, she they got into they got into a moped accident. Um, and she spent 45 days in the hospital, then she passed away. I am so sorry. Thank you. It's it's the worst thing that ever happened to me in my life. So I, of course, fell into a depression. And you know, I was crying my eyes out, and I, you know, I didn't know what to do. Um, and then what ended up happening was four months later, I had a cerebral hemorrhage. I had three veins at first in the back of my brain filled my brain with blood, and the doctors told my my wife at the time, said, call the family, he's dead tonight. Oh. You know, and I I, I told the doctors, I, I could only slur, okay? But I told the doctors, I said, that can't happen. No, I'm not gonna have two deaths in my family in, in four months. No way this can happen. Not happening. No, not happening. So I, I slept four months in a lazy boy. Okay, cause I couldn't sleep in bed. It was four months with the worst headache I've ever had in my life. took oh me six months to learn how to walk, six months to learn how to talk.
0: That's a pretty short period of time. <laughs> you know,
1: yeah, yeah, that's a short period of time and nine years to rebuild my brain <laughs> so, but a year after all that happened, because you can understand all three of these things happen in a nine month period mm-hmm. So after that happened. My ex-wife asked me a question. We were we were in VA hospital to get a brain scan. And, you know, they wanted to see if there was anything up there. I, I told them, I don't think there's, I think there's air, but that's about it. You know, a bad joke, I know. Uh, but anyway, they did this brain scan on me. And she asked me a question. She said, oh, she did this before the brain scan. She says, what do you want for your birthday? Okay. Pretty simple question, right? Not yeah. for me. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I, I mean, I couldn't think of anything, mon, you know, monetary. I was like, I don't know, Ferrari, Lamborghini, uh, a, a, <laughs> right, you know, right, right. $3 million house. <laughs> um, but the only thing really that I could think of is I wanted people to get along for one day. That was it. Oh. One day. So, but that's impossible, right? But what I figured out was okay, I could help all the people that I met in a day to smile.
0: Okay. I love, to wave. That. I love So that. I
1: started to smile on a wave and I was like, you know, I, I, asked people to say, you know, go out, smile and wave and say, this is who I am. This is what I do. How can I help you? Like you got to understand I was depressed. This of all the things that happened. I was depressed. So right. how am I going to go out and do this if I'm depressed? Right. You got to figure it out. Right. So I said, you know what? I'm going to fake it till I make it.
0: That's what you have to do. Yes. That's yes, exactly people. what you have to do. Fake it till Yes.
1: You're- I mm-hmm. mean, you know this, you, you've done all of this, you, you know, the work. So that's awesome. That's why I'm so happy to be on the show. <laughs> Cause <laughs> you're such an amazing lady. Um, oh my goodness. You are too. This
0: is incredible. <laughs> the things that you have to share and there's more, there's so much more.
1: Well, I hope I'm not an amazing lady, but, you know, that's OK. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> I know, I know, but I get the I joke. So, so anyway, um, you know, I, I just I had to find that way. So I started faking it and I would go out to people, you know, and I'd say, hi, how you doing? I'd be my crazy self. and And, you know, it started to work. It started to be where I was always happy. I was always joyful because you know what? People say, don't be, you know, hypocritical. Don't, you know, you can't fake it till you make it. I said, oh yeah, you can. You, can. you know, I, I I did it. And so I'm joyful. Not everybody's happy all of the time. I'm not happy all of the time. But you know what? The majority of the time, I'm really good. So, and it's all because I went out and I started helping other people.
0: I love that.
1: Yeah. Love so, that. It, it, you know, the the funny thing is, is that you know, I did the happiness in the park. I got three hundred and fifty people to smile and wave simultaneously. Okay, we actually broke a Guinness Book of World Records, but Guinness would not recognize it. Yeah, it's okay. Really? No, they wouldn't. It's okay. It's fine. You know,
0: I have kind of heard different things about people trying to break records and them not accepting it. So mm-hmm. I, that's really interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah i I will keep my mouth shut on that. There's <laughs> so certain param- you know parameters that they have yeah, that you have ready. to meet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And if you don't meet them, you know, um not happening. Not happening. <laughs> it's okay. I sent them all the paperwork and you know they never contacted me back and I sent it two or three times. And but it's okay. Oh we gosh. did it. We had an amazing, amazing event.
0: This is so exciting. And it's amazing too. With the Miami Dolphins. I mean, that just blows yes. my mind.
1: Well, that was actually a separate event. That was Smile and Wave America Day. Okay. Happiness in the Park was one event. Okay. Then you had Smile and Wave America Day, which we did at a Miami Dolphins football game live at one of the NFL games at the home game in Hard Rock Stadium. Then it's twice. I
0: don't know how you managed to be able to do yeah. that, but that's pretty neat.
1: You just got to go. You got to ask. If you don't ask, you're not going to receive.
0: You know, that's true. And oftentimes yeah. we get really apprehensive <laughs> about reaching out or asking yes. for something.
1: Yes, we do. And I, I got to tell you, I've got a lot of experience with that because I, I I think I told you about my walk from Deerfield Beach to Manhattan, New York.
0: Yes, but I want the audience to hear this because this is really i mean just incredible
1: you know deerfield beach i I walked from there that's in florida it's near miami um if you know florida a little bit miami is about 30 miles north of miami and so my destination was actually washington dc yeah so far it you know the the funny thing is is that I decided I was going to go and I was going to drive to Washington, D.C. and I was going to do a video that Smile Smiling Wave of America. We love you. Now, just before I was going to go do it, about three months before I was going to go do it, I walk out of my house and my van is missing. It's gone.
0: Oh, no. No. Yeah.
1: So somebody took my van and I I went out there and I was standing in the driveway going, what? (laughs) Where's my van? And so I thought the only thing that popped into my head was there's no way that anything is going to stop me from going to Washington, D.C. and doing this video. So what can I do?
0: Awesome. So I'm going to walk there.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I was like, I didn't think about replacing the van. I didn't think about insurance. I didn't think about any of that. The only thing I knew is I was not going to be stopped. I'm going to Washington, D.C. I'm going to walk if I have to. 15 minutes, I made the decision.
0: So... How long after you made that decision before you decided to start trekking your way up there? Three weeks. That's not very long. A lot of people train months to do just a run, you know, or half marathon or, yeah, you know. I didn't even like to walk to the mailbox.
1: (laughs) You know, I I did not want to walk to the mailbox. But I knew I wanted to do this video. And okay. I would have started that night, or not that night, but the next morning. Right. But my friends stopped me. They started to do an intervention because they thought I flipped out. They were like, you're crazy. You know, and, <laughs> Eddie, and at that time, <laughs> what's that?
0: What are you doing? What are you thinking about here?
1: <laughs> right, exactly. And they were like, Eddie, you know, they did this whole thing behind the scenes. Eddie's nuts. He's gone crazy. He's going to walk to Washington, D.C., and all this stuff. And I had $200 in my pocket. That's all I had. All right. So I said I'm going. I'm I didn't know where I was going to eat, where I was going to sleep, or what I was going to do. All I also knew was I, was I had a mission. That's it. So I started walking. So, you know, three weeks later, they you know they tried to hold me back as long as they could. I couldn't stand it anymore. I said I got to go. So I started walking. Now I was 277 days on the road.
0: That's a long time.
1: A long time. I walked 2,000 miles because I wound up in New York. I went to Washington, D.C., but I wound up in New York. Okay? So with $200 in your pocket, 277 days, and no plan, what do you do?
0: So let me just stop right there for a second. Because I want to share something with the audience. If you have a mission, you can start making a way for that but you do have to have some goals. Like you're just like you just said, you've got to have a plan. Yep. So that the mission can be successful. That's-
1: and that whole plan can just be what you want to do. Okay. You don't have to have it all mapped out. I didn't. I never knew. I just went. And so, you know, when I said Washington DC because I wanted to do that video in Washington DC, and as I'm walking into Washington, D.C., there was the worst earthquake in Virginia in 100 years. Oh, wow. So that's, you know, Washington doesn't want happiness coming in. <laughs> tried to shake me up.
0: Yeah, shake okay? me up.
1: And then the day that I was supposed to do the video and I walked into Washington, D.C., there came a hurricane. So it tried to blow me away. <laughs> You you know,
0: this is, this is almost like a children's story.
1: I'm telling you. Yeah. You know, Washington says, oh, no, happiness, Oh, we don't want it here. I thought that the message should come from Washington, D.C. because happiness needed to come, you know, from Washington, D.C. That's our capital. Right. right. Like, ooh, was I wrong? <laughs> but that's okay. Um, so, you know, I did, I did this video with other people. Okay. That were just okay. in the mall. The people that were supposed to fly in never made it because of the hurricane. Oh, right, so I did right. it with other people. Yeah. I just walked around the mall the next day after the hurricane, I walked around the mall. There was people there. I gathered them together and I said, let's do this. And they were like, smile and wave America. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so it was very, very cold, but you know, in life, and I'm sorry if I'm talking real fast here, but in life, you have to squeeze every ounce that you can of beauty from life. Agreed. You never know. You never know how long you're gonna be here. You never know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Yes. So live it for today. Yes. You know, and yeah. And when so when how I was did walk- you get walking. Home? Huh?
0: how did you get back How'd, home?
1: How did I get back home? Yeah. Mostly I, I walked. I did get a truck. I did get a trucker to give me a ride 900 miles. Okay. But I walked
0: walked all the way to New York and back.
1: Well, I didn't walk all the way back. I can't say that. I got this trucker. He gave me, he gave me a ride and stuff like that. And, um, that was, that was another fantastic journey. I mean, just riding with him, he was going to give me a ride to Washington DC where I had a hotel waiting Uh for me. Okay. And then when when, you know, as we were driving along and stuff like that, he looks at me and he goes, he says, I'm going to Georgia. Do you want to go to Georgia with me? And I said, sure. And this is in Delaware. okay? I said, sure, I will go to Georgia with you. And so he kept driving. And then we got near near Myrtle Beach. Um, I can't remember that town that's right there off of 95, right near Myrtle Beach. But I said, oh, you know what? Can, Can you drive me off here? Because I want to go to Myrtle Beach. And now remember, I'm walking. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So while we're on the road, I called and I got a hotel. I got a hotel to sponsor me. Okay. While we're on the road, this truck is like making all kinds of noise. And I'm talking to this guy and he's, you know, calling everywhere to get a room. They sponsored me with a room. He dropped me off there and he kept trucking to Georgia. And I walked out to Myrtle Beach and I stayed for about a month. Oh. <laughs>
0: Do you know how awesome this is? I mean, you know firsthand, but I mean, just this is incredible because most of us would say, I've only got $200. There's nothing I can do here. I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything.
1: Yeah.
0: But that wasn't anything that stopped you. I mean, you had quite a journey that was, you'll never get it. And neither were those who come in contact with you that know your story and they're going to (laughs) be able to share this. Along with the things that you have learned that you want to convey to them.
1: Well, you know, there's there's something else I want everybody in the audience to understand, is that yes, you're right. I had two hundred dollars in my pocket, and that would stop a lot of people, because what are you going to do? I mean, how many days are you going to sleep outside? How many days are you going to go hungry? Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to tell you, zero. Never slept outside. Never went hungry. My intention was to take a shower every single night, to okay. wake up in the morning, turn on the tube, eat a little breakfast, have some coffee, and then go walking again. Okay. And that happened every single day. Now, how did that happen? You ask. I talked to the um, I, I talked to the hotels and I talked to the food places and things like that. I told them exactly what i was doing i did not sugarcoat anything i did not try and make it all this extravagant things you know i just told them the truth so you always tell the truth you don't have to sugarcoat anything say exactly what it is that you're doing
0: people are very receptive to that they are yeah they are
1: very receptive to it
0: And a lot of people know when smoke is being blown their way. And they're like, you know, why would I give that to you? You're you're just giving me all this, you know, fluff. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's the vibration. It's the way that you carry yourself. You know, when you're being honest, you don't have to worry about lying because you're being honest.
0: That's right. That's that's
1: it. You know.
0: Were news stories picking you up along the way? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, I had magazines, I had newspapers, I I got on the news a few times, um, and, you know, so it it, it was great. I mean, it's like one hotel that I stayed at in Plymouth, okay, I walk in, I wake up the next morning, they had the news crew there, they had the newspaper, the local newspaper there, okay, they had the radio station there, and the mayor was there waiting for me to get up. That is really neat. It was so cool. I mean, they did not wake me up. They let me sleep as long as I wanted to. I got up. I went down into the lobby. I'm (laughs) sleeping. And then then they hit me with all these people. And I'm like, wow. How
0: (laughs) neat is that?
1: That is. It was very, very cool. So, you know, these experiences are so beautiful. And they can happen for any one of you. Anybody. Okay. You just got to go there with integrity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now I said, and I never slept outside. How did I do that? Right. I would call the hotels while I was walking down the road, cars are whizzing by, there's all this noise and I'm telling them exactly what I was doing. Okay. Now, when you do that, you say, you know, I told him I'm walking from Florida to New York or Washington D.C., depending on where I was. So I didn't know I was going to New York until I went to Washington. But I said, you know, I'm walking there and I'm I'm spreading happiness awareness. Is what I called it. Okay, I walked opposite of traffic, so I was walking north. Okay, okay on the southbound lane, okay. and I was smiling and waving at all that the cars. Was smart.
0: That was really smart. Yeah. So
1: anyway, so they're like, okay, some of them, a lot of them said, no, you crazy? No, we can't do that. But a lot of them every day, somebody said yes. So I would go into the hotel. I would walk into the hotel. Okay. And they would welcome me with open arms. Now I had to stay where they said yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I had to stay at like Hilton's Marriott's. um, I don't know if you ever heard of Lowe's Hotels think I have five star okay and to say blue green properties which are sweets incredible so I had to suffer through that
0: so and you had your complimentary oh. breakfast yes I did mm-hmm. they would
1: feed me dinner a lot of times uh you know roast Chris they made me eat at Roos Chris oh my yeah Joe's crap shack I was in I was in Washington DC and you know the TV chefs? Okay. One yeah. of the TV chefs has a restaurant there, and I'm walking down the street and I'm holding a sign that says free hugs. Okay, so the lady, the lady sees me there, and I'm, you know, I'm in my garb sorts, t-shirt, which says, you know, it's it, here's here's see that Perfect. right there. Perfect. Okay. That's that's you know, the t-shirt that I was wearing. One of the t-shirts. I had a bunch of them. Um, but anyway. They saw that, and they said, what are you doing? And I told them what I was doing, they said, oh, come on in. I think the chef would like to meet you. So I got to sit down at one of the chef-owned restaurants. He cooked me a meal and baked me a cake.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. And, you know, none of this, not one single bit of this is about me.
0: I bet the things that you saw in the way humanity reacted to this in such a kind way was really refreshing.
1: Oh my gosh. One of the things I wanted to prove along the walk is that people are inherently good. I was wrong. No, they're fantastic. They're astronomical. They're amazing. Good way too low. Okay. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, if you could feel the energy of the people, when you allow them to open up and let themselves be them and you be the authentic you, it changes the game completely. It does. It, you know, it Does. yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, as you think about it, 277 days on the road, how many people are you going to run into that are like bad people? You're right. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, I had a murderer. I, I walked with a murderer for 15 blocks, and we sat there and we thought he had been put in jail for eight years for murder, and he told me a story. Okay, oh. I got a video of it on my YouTube. The guy's crying, crying, saying that in the streets it's tit for tat. If they do something, you have to right. retaliate. Right. Yeah, and he said, "I don't want to retaliate." He said, "I just want to smile like you." I was like, I was so honored by that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, I had a guy with a gun. Okay. Now he was more afraid of me than I was of him. He was giving me a ride. He said he'd never given a stranger a ride because it was a day that it was lightning and and thunder and rain. And I wasn't going to walk in that, but I needed to get to the next set of hotels.
0: Oh right, yeah.
1: Okay, but I didn't even have a hotel set up. But I knew that I needed to get there so I could get a hotel.
0: Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. And so he took yeah. a ride, and he's totally apprehensive about what's happening. Totally apprehensive.
1: And you know, I had this cart that I dragged behind me that was that was uh, twenty inches wide by forty inches long, and weighed like uh, I think it was at that time it was probably like one hundred and sixty pounds, and I tied it around my waist and I walked with it. <laughs> and all my stuff in it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And so we put that in the back of his truck and, and he, you know, he's he starts driving. He makes a U-turn and starts heading yeah. the direction we need to go. And he looks at me and he says, Please don't do anything to make me shoot you. Oh. And I I was like, I'm the happiness guy, man. I'm not gonna do anything to make you shoot me. Then he looked at me again, dead serious. And he says, please don't do anything to make me shoot you. And then from between his legs, he pulled up a forty-five.
0: Okay, so what'd you do? Were you like ready to get out of the car?
1: Nope. No. No, I just looked at him and I said, listen, man, I'm not going to do anything to to have you shoot me. You know, you're helping me out. I'm the happiness guy. But listen, if I do like this, okay, I'm Cuban. I use my hands to talk. So don't think I'm attacking you. Right, right. (laughs) And he started laughing. And we had a good time. He drove me 10 miles, halfway to my destination.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. So uh, let me ask you, because, I mean, that's a long journey. So about how many miles a day did you do and how long would it take?
1: Well, see, that's the thing. It was never never about the miles. It was always about the smiles. Oh. Okay? So I didn't know exactly how many, you know, how long or anything – I was going to walk. I mean, there was days that I just went out and was amongst the people because the hotels would give me more than one day most of the time. So I had time to just go out and greet people. There was times I I walked 30 miles one time. You know, I walked 20 miles many times, but there was days that I walked 500 feet to the next hotel. (laughs) So it was like, you know, yeah, I mean, literally in, in where was that? New Jersey. Okay. There was a Motel 8 that put me up. Okay, and they said, we're going to put you up here for a couple of days and then we're going to move you to the Alof. The Alof is a five star hotel. Oh, my. Okay, executive hotel. I mean, it was like it had all the amenities. It was, oh, my gosh, it's such a nice hotel. And they said, we're going to put you up here because we can't put you up in the Alof. And because we can't put you up in the Alof until the weekend, we're going to give you a couple extra days, give you a few extra days. And then they took me, and they took me to the train, so I could go into um, oh, what is that, Philadelphia? Oh my! And I, yeah, and I met Brett Michaels there. So he was having a concert, and I got to, I got to, you know, go to where his bus was and meet him and give him a hug, and you know. This
0: sounds really <laughs> exciting. I mean, what, what an inspirational story! And I know that the audience is really just thinking about even trying to visualize themselves if they're capable of doing that. But this is- And they are. Yeah, they are, absolutely are. And anything, as long as you have a mission and you just start, even if you don't initially have a plan, you just start towards that journey. This is great. Tell me a little bit about your book.
1: Well, the book is, here's, here's my book here. Okay, it's a walk from Florida to New York. And I'm not a writer, but- You know, here's the thing is that what people may not understand is what they're very, really capable of doing. When you put your mind to it, the book is all about the walk. Okay, I've got a lot of different quotes in there. Um, I, I tell about the journey and just, you know, I have bullet points in there of what I learned along the way. And I've had a lot of people read this and I've gotten some amazing reviews on Amazon um, I had I had one lady that she she read it while she was at the airport and she was in an eight hour fl- uh, flight delay. OK, everybody's going crazy around. Her. So she said, well, I got time to read Eddie's book. So she picked it up. She started reading it. And she said, I couldn't believe it. She said, I stayed calm. I wanted to get into the chaos, but I couldn't do it because she said I was reading a book. And, and you know, it kept her so entertained and calm. she didn't worry about the eight-hour flight delay
0: right right so
1: what you learn in this book okay is number one the power of calm
0: the power of calm
1: Um, yes being calm in any any situation because that's a key element in life because when you're calm you can think straight okay it also helps you to open up your creative happiness intelligence Now. What is creative happiness intelligence, right? What's well, the thing that I coined? And what it means is that when you get into a state where you're calm, you're cool, you're collected, no matter what's going around you, you're like the eye of the hurricane. Okay? You're watching everything blow around you, but you just sit there and you're calm. It opens up your heart. And from opening up your heart, it opens up that creativity inside of you. And as you start to open up the creativity, that goes to your intelligence.
0: Okay. You're
1: happy, and it opens up your intelligent mind, and it expands the world, your business, your life, your relationships. I mean, everything in your life will grow and prosper. I love it. You can get into that state.
0: I love it.
1: Yeah. It also teaches you about um, emergency laughter. Oh, Yeah. You know, I use laughter to heal myself from my cerebral hemorrhage. Okay. Yep. I found everything that I could find that would make me laugh. Now, I would be laughing. My head would be hurting because my headache was so bad. My head's pounding. And then I'm laughing at the fact that my head is pounding from all the laughing that I'm doing. It becomes habitual.
0: Yes, it does. It does. And then there's more creativity flowing in that point too, because you're thinking of other things that make you laugh. Right. So there's a lot going on with this. This is incredible.
1: (laughs) You know, and and the funny thing is too, is that, you know, laughter releases endorphins that heal your body. Yes. Yeah. So like if you have 60 seconds of laughter, it starts to release those endorphins. Now what happens when you have 60 seconds of being angry, being mad? It releases the poisons that help to break down your body when you die. What do you want to do? I'm going to take those endorphins any day.
0: Yeah, I'll take the other
1: (laughs) two. I'm telling you. You know, and, and, you know, this right here, this exchange that we're having is so wonderful that, you know, I'm just feeling my body healing. Yeah, right now.
0: It's, It's so overlooked.
1: Yes, it is. And. Another little point, if you don't mind me making another point.
0: Yes, go go for it.
1: I've got stage four colon cancer. Okay. I was diagnosed with cancer the first time in 2014. Okay. Okay. So I did surgery, took two feet of my colon out. They didn't find one cancer cell. Nothing. And, and the, nothing. You know, they had done a colonoscopy. They found a polyp. They okay. took the polyp up and out and they said, okay, you need surgery. And I didn't know anything. You know, I was like, I was ignorant of everything. And I said, okay, fine. Sure. You know, I'll do the surgery. They I'm took two this. feet out. They said, we're going to take four to six inches. They took two feet out. They didn't find out one cell. So I said, put her back. <laughs> you know, come it's on.
0: Like- <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway, you know, that was, that, that. was that was kind of, that was comical. I mean, it was so many errors in that time. So then 2017 rolled around. And you know, I I got pneumonia, and I remember this clearly because uh, you know I was in the theater. They, 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 I had to go to the hospital because my chest was hurting so bad, my back was hurting. So they found uh, they found I had pneumonia. My doctor, 100 days later, my doctor was Eddie. It's been 100 days. So let's see how that spot is in your lung. I said, oh okay, because they had found something in my lung. I said, oh okay, let's let's do it. So they they you know, did the MRI, they, you know, they found a spot, and they said, hmm, we need to do a biopsy. So I said, again, I'm ignorant, I don't know anything, and I allowed them to do the biopsy. So I'm driving down the road about a week later, okay, my doctor calls on me, hey, doc, how you doing, you know, she says, oh, I'm doing good, and I said, okay, cool, you know, I thought she was going to tell me to come in and talk to me about everything that was going on, so I said, what's happening?" And she says, you have stage four colon cancer. And I went, okay. <laughs> so oh, what do we do? I wasn't
0: ready for that one.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm driving down the road. And I, I didn't ask her. I said, why did you tell me as I'm driving down the road instead of bringing me in? And she, she said, Eddie, I, I told you that because I knew you could handle it. So she's seen all the things that I had handled before. Mm -hmm. and she knew that I could handle the news as driving down the road, that it wasn't going to phase me.
0: And so what happened from that point on?
1: Oh, boy, (laughs) a lot of things. (laughs) Um, To make it short, it started to, you know, I mean, things were going amazing for three years. I was doing it all holistically. They told me, you know, you got to do chemo, you got to do surgery, you got to, you know, do, do radiation. And I said, Nah, not gonna do any of that. You know, yeah, my surgeon was like, you know, you have to do this. You have to do it now. And I said, Listen, it's in my my left lung, right? He said, Yeah. I said, That's my favorite lung. You're gonna take out my favorite lung? I mean, you're gonna take part of it. How do I know you're not gonna take out half my lung? And he says, I don't know. I might take all of it out if I need to. And I said, No, you're not taking, you're not touching my lung. You know, I I, I'm kind of attached to it, so forget it. Okay. So, you know, he's he's like, Okay. And then it grew too big. He couldn't take it out because it was pushing against my heart and the aorta. Okay. So he says, know. yeah, we can't take it out now. And I said, Oh, good. Now you're going to quit bugging me about it. And he said, I have to, he said, there's nothing I can do, you know? And they kept telling me that I was going to die. You know, you're going to die at 60. I'm, I'm going to be 64 in August. <laughs> so, so anyway, it, it was really funny because I was walking, I was walking at the hospital. And I see my surgeon. This is about a year after. Okay, I see my surgeon there. He stops dead in his tracks. His eyes get about this big and he says, you're still here. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, yes, I am. And you are, too. Isn't that amazing? And you're thinking Um,
0: you didn't have any expectation hmm. for me or any hope. That's kind of sad.
1: You know, they all thought I was going to be dead. But, you know, I was like, come on, don't you have a better story? You know, I I don't believe that. You know, I I really I didn't believe that I was going to die.
0: Yeah.
1: But next week I get the I get, you know, the uh, they they did a test. And next week I get the results to find out if I've died yet. Keep your fingers crossed, would you? (laughs) I'm sorry. It's a bad joke.
0: We're not going there.
1: (laughs) I ain't going anywhere. But
0: this is is great. And you have so much inspiration to share with so many people. And I really want them to connect with you because just the things that you've been through and the inspiration that you have is really going to make a difference for a lot of people. Can you tell the audience what the best way for them to connect with you is?
1: Well, there's a couple different ways. You can go on Facebook. I'm Edward smile rodriguez okay so that that's facebook and then you know i have the twitter and all that stuff and if you if you go to my website which is the smile and wave project.com if you go to that website the smile and wave project you know so you go there and then you have all my contact there and you can see some of the things that you know and and that I've done and, you know, things that have happened for me, like, you know, I, I don't look at cancers, you know, happening to me. I look at it as happening for me. You know, th- there's a lot of difference in the way that you handle things. Cause if you say yes. things happen to you, it's a totally different world. Agreed.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah.
1: So, you know, I mean, I, I say, listen, you know, this is going to sound crazy, but you know, I'm crazy anyway, so I'll just go for it, <laughs> but I'm grateful to cancer. Because cancer helped me drop my sugar 100 points. Yeah. It taught me how to eat. Wow. Yeah. And it also helped me to drop 47 pounds. So, did you eliminate body.
0: sugar? Because that's what.
1: Oh, yeah. You got to limit sugar. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I was eating sprouts and things like that. You know, I went from, believe it or not, I went from 242 pounds to 167.
0: That's quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I'm is- not a tall man, <laughs> okay. so 242 pounds on me is not great. Um, but I allowed myself to get a little overweight, okay, a lot overweight. Yeah, um,
0: I, I mean, but that that happens, and it happens with other things that are going on with us emotionally and yes, uh, mentally and things like that. Stuck energy. But we'll go. But I'm going to just bring this right back around to where we started, and that's fake it till you make it because it does make a difference and. Yes. Life changing events that you've had based on the traumas that you've had and where you're at now are things that people need to hear because so many people can identify with the different things in these different situations that you have endured. And here you are, and you are providing so much hope and inspiration. Is your book on Amazon?
1: Yes, it is. That's another way, you know, you can go on Amazon, um, a walk. From Florida to New York.
0: Hold it up again.
1: Hold it up again. <laughs>
0: yes, before I let you go. Okay. I hope you it's can see it. to see this. You know,
1: That's me right there, of course. And you see this cart right here. I don't know if you can see that on your computer. Okay. But that cart. Let me see if I can get it.
0: There we go. Right there here we go.
1: That's what I drug behind me. Wow. It ended wow. up to be. Yeah. I mean, I was I was 190 pounds, and it was 180. By the time wow. I was done, Yeah. And I had to drag this thing up mountains and, you know, now going up mountains is not bad it's going like down. mountains, down, Right. That's yeah, tough.
0: like, you can just, that's pretty dangerous actually.
1: Yeah. 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 And it's got a little story in there about how I almost got killed on a bridge.
0: <laughs> well, I've got to tell you, I want to hear more stories. I know that the audience is going to, but for right now we want to get them connected to you. So, um, Again, give out your contact information and then I'd like to have you back on the show again pretty soon.
1: I would be so honored. So so honored. I've had an incredible time with you. And if you want to get a hold of me, Edward Smile Rodriguez on Facebook. Okay. And then also you can you can go to my website, the smile and wave Um there's I've got a lot of exciting things I, I believe were exciting that are coming down the pike, I'm going to go do a tour, um, where I'm just going to go, I'm going to do the same thing that I did on my walk, but I'm going to be driving and staying at different hotels and spreading happiness and connecting with amazing people. Cause I got to tell you, there's so many amazing people out there. Yeah. Don't please. I ask of you don't say that people are bad or don't say that people are anything negative because you know what Let them open their heart. Listen, people want to be heard. That's one thing. They want to be heard. They want to be seen. And they want to feel important. And if you do that, if you allow them to feel those things and you feel those things yourself, the connections that you will make, they will blow you away.
0: Yes, it will. And I have always had that viewpoint, too. I take the person and separate who they are from their behavior and say, okay, yeah. that is not indicative of that person. This is indicative of a situation or a culmination of events or something like that. But we're gonna talk some more. I really have enjoyed having you with us today. I can't thank you enough. This has just been so joyful and uh, brought a lot of smiles to my face today. And oh, I, know that, I know that the audience is gonna feel the same.
1: Well, I got to say to everybody out there, you are definitely loved. There's people out there that you don't even know that love and care for you. And it's they're they're just they're sitting there looking at you and going, "Wow, what an amazing person that is." Open yourself up and understand that you are amazing.
0: Yes, you are amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I told myself for years, I'm not enough. <laughs>
0: you thank you so much and I want to thank all of you for tuning in to another episode of Rebecca Sounds Reveille we definitely want you to feel inspired and excited hopeful and with lots of joy Eddie is just incredible you've got to check out his book and his website and uh, get on board with everything that's going on I want to thank you so much for tuning in again uh, you don't know how much you're appreciated you really really are Please make sure to share this with all of your friends, your family, everybody that you know on social media, and everybody you don't.
1: Absolutely. Love you all. Thank you so much. Smile and wave. Uh, Really, really, really appreciate who you are, what you represent, and I know that you're going to go out there and do good in the world. Keep smiling.